Welcome back to the uh, Austin um, um, file. You know, I uh, got to get used to it. <laughs> this is probably my um, uh, fifth or sixth interview. And um, we're here talking with uh, Pastor uh, Patrick Winfield, the uh, pastor of uh, Potter's House, uh, Fort Worth. So we were talking about your transition and when the um, Potter's House reached out to you and you accepted the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting time of our life. Uh, We came here, like I said, to to be normal, uh, to back away from church and ministry. Uh, and to just, you know, pursue our, uh, our careers. And so, um, you know, ministry was not the original career choice. It was, it was the call, but not the career. Education was. And so um, uh, when Bishop Jakes, who is my pastor, and uh, uh, called and asked me to come over, I was like, okay, Lord, all right. And so, you know, we've been over there ever since. You know, it's been a very interesting time. When I first started out at ministry, I thought that I had to let go of education to be in ministry. But I think my, over the years, my philosophy of everything has has evolved. And so instead of letting go of education to be in ministry, I bridged the gap between ministry and education. And so uh, we are very involved with our, with our community, with our schools. Uh, all of our programming, our mentoring programs and things of that nature uh, really is involved with our community. And so, uh, you know, we use and utilize education. And some of the things that I've learned as being a principal, I apply to ministry. So, Okay. Yeah, and that, that is so important mm-hmm. to bring that education into the ministry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that's what, you know, mem- uh, people go to church for. Mm-hmm. is to get support on education mm-hmm. and, 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 and bringing their kids up. Mm-hmm. And, and I must say, when my wife and I attended your morning uh, service, mm-hmm. that we were so blown away by the um, excitement of your congregation <laughs> and uh, your choir was uh-huh. off the chain. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of felt a warmth that we were there and then I ran into a lot of my friends that were there when (laughs) I was there and uh, we got a chance to hang out after church to uh, let people get engaged with Cowboys of Color and uh, um, you doing some things and feeding the the community you're doing some education things I know we're talking about some education things from the standpoint of the Western Heritage Museum about the fact that 40% 40% of the cowboys were people of color. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that, that subject is what drew me and my wife to found the museum mm-hmm. as founders is because I didn't know that, mm-hmm. you know, in, mm-hmm. in school. I went to school in an all-white um, high school in Bloomfield, New Jersey. There yeah. were four brothers out of 625. Mm-hmm. And I said, why ain't anybody tell me the brothers was running things back in the day, right, you know? Right, right. I mean, we saw, you know, some blazing saddles, but I just, when I saw Jamie Foxx and Django. Yeah, and Django, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, broke down when he rode off into the sunset. Yeah, Magnificent Seven. Yeah, Magnificent Seven, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know? I <laughs> just, tell. like, blown away. But going back to your ministry tell us you know what programs that you got going on because um we want to share this with our world Mm -hmm. and uh make sure that folks know and i encourage you to go and visit 
because I was really just embraced by the warmthness of his, uh, his congregation and the message and uh, all. Yeah. Well, you know, those of you who are interested in, in being a part of it and visiting, of course, the physical plant is not open, but the church is at 1270 Woodhaven Boulevard. But we are on all of our digital platforms and spaces. You can go and connect with us there at Instagram, Twitter, or uh, Facebook, uh, or our website at tphfw.org. So the Potter's House of Fort Worth, you can find us on all of our digital platforms and, uh, and connect with us. Some of the things that we're doing... Um, that we have done because now we've had to change everything now yes. uh, is to create a mentoring program. So we have a leadership one-on-one mentoring program that we have um, at various schools, uh, middle school, elementary, and high school. We partner with a lot of our agencies in our community. The, the key thing of, uh, about doing ministry is that you never do it alone. Uh, ministry needs to be broad enough and has, has to include and inculcate the concepts of community, therefore you can touch more people. Mm-hmm. Jesus, when he was trying to feed 5,000, he did not pull from his own resource to do that. Okay, okay. <laughs> preach, <laughs> preach, pastor. The Bible says that he found a kid in the community that had two fish and five loaves, and he multiplied that. Yes, and sir. so whatever blesses the community needs to come from the community. So our partnerships with leaders like yourself Uh, and other agencies in our community that's already doing some things are the partnerships that we have. So uh, we're doing what's called EduFest right now online every Saturday at 10 a.m. We are giving certain classes and workshops that will talk to uh, uh, both students and parents, Mm -hmm. adults, about certain things uh, that they need to know about. Like uh, a few weeks ago we did did a class on uh, home buyers, Home ownership and real estate. Uh, from that, we have had we have had five uh, five families to to uh, now own a home mm. just in three weeks. Mm. Just being a part of that class, yes, pastor, uh, or be in the process of owning their home. And so uh, we're doing things that's helping leaders, business leaders, entrepreneurs, um, educators, parents to be able to improve their quality of life um, this Saturday. And I know by the time people will hear this, uh, this class will all would have already happened, but we're talking about small business banking loans, mm-hmm. um, which is something that's very important to our community right up through here because, uh, as you know, with COVID-19 happening, small businesses COVID-19, are trying to find yes, sir. those mm-hmm. loans that's going to keep their doors open. Oftentimes, the reason why small businesses close is because they get information late or they don't know the things that they need to put in the application in order to qualify and information information is very important um, and so we try to give information to as many people as possible our edge of Fest, you can go online to tphfw or you can download our app at the app store or at google play and and find out uh, and download the app and uh, tap into EduFest because every Saturday there are going to be classes that's going to help the entrepreneur, the leader, the parent, uh, the student uh, to be able to find information, get information that they can use and leverage for their own life and for their own well-being. That's a part of our ministry. That is what we do. Uh, we have Zoom groups that happen with men, women, uh, children, youth. Uh, teenagers, we call them teenagers, 55 and older, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because they're keen. Uh, 
but they're like teenagers because they still have a heart to live. Um, And so we have uh, Zoom groups for them that's on our website. Everything that we were doing in our physical plant, we are now doing in our digital places and spaces. Yes. And so podcasts, everything. And so um, um, those are some of the things that, that we have done and that we are doing. Um, but EduFest is one of our key things. We feed uh, the community. We partner with the Mobile Food Pantry uh, in which every Saturday, every first Saturday of the month, we feed and we have um, free produce. So all the family has to do. First free, Saturday. Every first Saturday. There in uh, Woodhaven. 1270 Woodhaven Boulevard. You, you hear me. Every for, first, Saturday. first Saturday. And we will put that on Jim Austin online mm-hmm. in our newsletter and share that with our members that that's going on. Yes. Because everybody sees those lines on TV. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it just breaks my heart every time I see that because I could imagine uh, being hungry yes. and, uh, and um, just not knowing where to get your meal from. Right, absolutely. And we, and we absolutely give people an opportunity to not just uh, get that information because there are a whole host of, I'm a part of uh, a group of local pastors here that every Saturday or every weekend or every week, there is somebody that is giving away free produce. And so we always give them that information when they come to us. We share information. So during this time, there should never be a time in which somebody is without because there's always somebody uh, that is giving out something for free. And so we try to, once again, be the bridge between those resources and those agencies and getting that information to people. We will make sure that, you know, as we grow the network Mm -hmm. of um, the Stockyards podcast studios and then my executive team and my producers, that we'll get to a point where we can post that information at the bottom. Mm-hmm. of your interview yes. that's the level where we're going because my staff you know as you met blue from texas wesleyan mm-hmm. you know um we're just having fun uh mia gomez photographer yes and then you met my marketing uh, uh person from mm-hmm. uh, kansas city mm-hmm. and then there's some other people that are part of the team cedric bailey mm-hmm. um, is the producer he takes the show reproduces it yeah and then we're just going to keep it going and sharing information out there one of the things that we talked about and we really have not worked on that and Uh you said jim i'm feeding the people at the western national multicultural western heritage museum we have a uh, community garden Mm -hmm. it's over in southeast fort worth Mm -hmm. uh, by barry and 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 martin luther king fair freeway um land's about an acre but half an acre is the garden Mm -hmm. you know we've have some, we have a young lady that wants to get that started back mm-hmm. and we need to find a organization or a church that be would be willing to participate in that we mm-hmm. have eight planners out there so love to visit with you and see if there's someone that you know maybe can come out and take a look at it mm-hmm. and see how we can teach kids how to garden well that'd be great that, actually we we've been having conversations about that for the past uh, couple of years actually about doing a community garden, um, probably right up through here with uh, COVID-19 and, and how it is shifting um, people's mindsets and exposing uh, economic uh, deficiencies in our communities. 
um, it, it's going to force us to have to go back and revisit that and to really get serious about that. I would, I would love to uh, um, uh, see about it and investigate it and see what, how we can partner uh, to bring about something like that. I, I think it would be great. We've been talking about it for the past couple of years. Pam Greer is my friend. Pam Greer? Pam Greer is my friend. Now, I know a Pam Greer from Champaign, Illinois. That's not that Pam Greer. Um, Foxy Brown. Uh, oh, 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 okay. All right. All right. You went Hollywood. Okay. All right. Yeah. I heard of that Pam Greer, too. You know, I, I, had to, I had to get permission from my wife. Miss Greer was coming to town, and uh, the book doc did not have an underwriter for her book tour. And she called For a whole me. generation that who does not understand who Pam Greer is. Right. Pam Greer is their generation's Beyonce. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or J Lo, you know. Right. <laughs> so you saw his his eyes danced when he said Pam Greer. Pam Greer. No, she uh, came to town, did a book tour. So I picked her up, brought her to my museum, uh-huh. and she knew more about the West than I did. See. So we went out to our six acre track out in Southeast Fort wow. Worth. Wow. She said, wow. "Get out the car. We're gonna walk." I said, "I ain't been back there." So we all got out. Walked to the rear of the six acres, and she said, you need to do a garden. Huh. I said, Miss Greer, if you'll let us put your name on the garden, it's wow. done. Wow. So she said, fine. So wow. she hung out with us for about four years, and she's out of Denver, but we're going to try to bring that back up. Yeah. And it would be no better uh, um, organization to partner with than yours if we can figure out how, it, how it's beneficial to the kids and all. For sure. I think that we could find a lot of a, a lot more uh, investors and a lot more people who would be willing to partner with us to be able to do something like that. I think it's a great thing, especially with the food deserts that we that we deal with in our communities. And I think it's really uh, solving a problem um, that we are seeing now um, uh, more than ever. And so, yeah, I, I think it would be great. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to having those conversations. Sure. And uh, you know, we're going to start playing. We got the date for Cowboys of Color Rodeo. Mm-hmm. It's coming up uh, Martin Luther King's birthday in January at the new Dickies Arena. Mm-hmm. And I know you were there mm-hmm. because, sure um, you know, you were you were my wife and I's guests. Mm-hmm. But you had 300 other people from your church yes, that were. were there, too. And they enjoyed themselves tremendously. <laughs> that is a good time, mm-hmm. Cowboys of Color Rodeo. So we're going to get started early this year so we can make sure that no one misses out on it. Because Here's one of the things that I'm, I'm learning about about uh, that inv- that event, particular in particular. Yes, sir. Um, the Cowboys of Color Rodeo is an event that has been happening ever since that I've been here in Fort Worth. Um, there are a lot of people who have moved into the city, who moves into the city, who don't know some of the activities that's happening in the weekend. Yes. So to be able to provide that kind of information to people, a lot of our, a lot of the people that attend our churches are people who have relocated. Uh, they found out about our church. You know, some thought that it was Potter's House, Maine, and so they stumbled in. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, because when I said I'm having the pastor of Potter's House, 
Fort Worth. He said, you got T.D. Jakes coming in? <laughs> I said, no, it's my main no. man, you know. <laughs> and Pastor and I are friends. Right, because, right. Because uh, he's supposed to come over and see the museum sometime. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Robinson? Mm-hmm. Pastor yeah, Robinson. that's my yeah. boy, too, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I've been over there a couple times, but... I just had a good time when I came to your oh, church. Oh, it was great. And and to be able to, many of our parishioners uh, did not know that something like that was happening. And that's why, that's why I think you got the, the, uh, the, uh, the response, response that you did. Yeah. Because people were really excited about it. They were looking forward to something to do that weekend. Um, it was a beautiful weekend. Um, uh, we had the, the, par- the parade uh, that happened, the Martin Luther King parade that happened previously or right before that. And so people were always looking for something to do. And they were still asking, Pastor, you have any tickets? I mean, I was in the parade and people were still texting me, hey, Pastor, I, I see you. Do you have any more tickets to the rodeo? <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, no, we're all out. But next year, next year, when you hear about it, make sure that you sign up early. And so I think that we'll probably get a little bit more that, that's going to come out and be a part of it because, like I said, it's a, it's a great activity. It's a great event. Uh, it was very, uh, it was very uh, educational. Educational. It was very yeah. informational, uh, and so, and entertaining, entertaining. Entertaining. Uh, so it was great. It was really great. Uh, you, you guys are to be applauded for putting on such an auspicious uh, event like that. It was very great. We, uh, Cleo and I, founded the Cowboys of Color probably about twenty-five years ago, mm-hmm. and that's how I got into opening this museum. Mm. The museum's been open about 20 years, and, you know, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I was 45 when I found out that 40% of the cowboys were people of yeah. color. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that's important for our kids. And we're doing some things downstairs. We've got a uh, traveling exhibit that mm-hmm. we're sending out to all libraries and universities in the country. So mm-hmm. we're working on that, trying to get funding. and. We're closed now, but we'll be back open. You know, it's too big of a jewel to uh, lose, to, to lose um, yeah, for yeah. sure. But yeah. as it's really been enjoyable talking to you. Thank you. And, you know, uh, half an hour goes by just like that. Just like you, that. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, with such a, a gentleman and a friend that's doing things within our community. So I encourage you, um, stop by, we'll zoom in. <laughs> and one day he'll be back open again. Pastor, I'm going to give you a, a half a minute, a minute, just to tell the listening audience what you want them to know as far as where to find you and Certainly. come see you. Uh, one of the things that's very important during this time is that you always hear something that is going to feed your spirit and feed your faith. We hear everything that's happening on the news. The news is designed, the media is designed to give you information that is going to hold you in the box, informationally and emotionally. What the information that we give as a church and the ministry and the words that we give of encouragement is designed to release your faith in such a way that you do not feel incarcerated by the issues that's happening in our day. Now, we have a healthy respect for COVID-19, but we understand that there is life still, even in the midst of it. And I want you to be a part of that. So you can find us on our website at tphfw.org. You can go on there. There's a whole host of things that you can participate in right now. There are things that you can engage with right now. You can download our app, once again, at uh, at Apple Store or at the Google Play, and uh, if you have an Android. 
and you can find out everything that we're doing at the Potter's House of Fort Worth. I want you to be a part of it. I want you to hear the word every Sunday, 9 o'clock, 1130 and at 6 p.m. There is a word that comes forth from our from our site on Fort Worth. I'm sorry, in Fort Worth on Facebook and also on our website and on YouTube. So you can go to YouTube and, and subscribe uh, to to our program, and you'll always get those notifications of when we are about to go up. Every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., we have Bible study. So you don't have to disengage from the church because the church is essential. God bless you. I'm looking forward to seeing you or touching and agreeing with you or connecting or engaging with you at some point. Pastor, um, that was a great uh, introdu- um, a great invitation for the audience to come out and, and come. I'm coming back, my wife yes. and I. Well, we're going to zoom in on you. Um, I told you um, tonight we're doing our grown folks jazz yeah. at <laughs> the uh, warehouse on Barry, uh-huh. And every week we feature a new band. Mm-hmm. And all you jazz lovers... Check it out. It's on Jim Austin Online. It's 7.30 every Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to announce something that I'm so excited about is that uh, Mr. Sam Putney is going to be our um, host for the show. And Sam's off the uh, Skip Murphy uh, show, one of the number one shows in the Metroplex for 15 years. So Sam will be joining us in May and a lot of the bands you've heard of. So I know you're a jazz lover, mm-hmm. and um, you come and check me out on my Facebook Live, come on. and I'll check you out on your Facebook Live. There it is. And we'll continue to partner to educate our kids about what's going on in the Metroplex, and that will make them better um, communicators and, and be able to take advantage. So it's been my pleasure to have you on my show and to be up here in my studios, invite you to come out and we'll be talking and working on some things. Uh, Thank you. We're going to bump hands. Because, you know, elbows. Because (laughs) when we walked in, we both had our mask on. That's right. So I want you to know, put your mask on. That's right. Be safe. Mm -hmm. um, Pay attention because this COVID-19 is no joke. Okay. My friends that have had it, that's the first thing they say. Jim, you don't want to get this stuff. That's right. It's no joke. So, a lot of stuff going on. So we'll keep you abreast as to what we know, but thank you for tuning in today. Hey, everybody. My name is Jim Austin, and we're here at the Austin File. It's a brand new uh, podcast show that we produce uh, weekly to let you know about investing in commercial real estate, also connects you with people in the community that are making things happen and then if you want to know what's going on in the market so uh the show is weekly we're here at the uh, stockyards podcast recording studios in the historic district of uh, the stockyards in north fort worth we're located on the corner of 21st and main 2029 north main we're on the second floor just above the National Multicultural Western Heritage Museum, which is closed now because of COVID-19. But we'll be broadcasting up here with various shows and keeping you abreast. 
and encourage you to listen to my show, which uh, is shown on Wednesdays at 11 o'clock. But you can go to my website and uh, check out the shows. We've interviewed some people that are making things happen within the area. Thank you for tuning in. Today, my special guest is uh, Pastor Patrick Winfield with um, Potter's House, Fort Worth. Good afternoon, Pastor. How are you doing I'm today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much, and thank you so much for having me. Well, you know, Pastor, I've, uh, I have I met early on when you came to town and you took over mm-hmm. Potter's House, Fort Worth. Right, right. And um, you made some tremendous changes and have some tremendous programs going on over there and you know i think uh almost about six months ago we broke bread yes you came (laughs) over to see my new digs yes right the stockyards and everybody's invited to stop by the coffee's always on we always (laughs) have a positive attitude what's going on so you can come see jim you can see my staff my team and now my recording studio and right. pastor just walked in for the first time. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some things that's going on with the church. Mm-hmm. But I want to know with you, where are you from? How'd you get here? Mm-hmm. And uh, what your background is and your yeah. family, how many children you got? Sure. Well, I am originally from Chicago, born and raised. Chi-town. Yeah, Chi-town. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, lived there all my life. I, uh, I married my wife found her in Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> Brought her from Cleveland to Chicago and then after I received my Masters of Divinity after I graduated, we moved from Chicago to Las Vegas uh, to start a church. Mm. We planted the church and uh, you know, one year later I got back into education. My background is education. I graduated from the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana with my, uh, my major is English, my minor was curriculum instruction. Uh, so education is my other so thing. You, so you know how to write. I know how to write. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I love I love the brothers and sisters out of the English yeah. uh, field because y'all yes. know how to write and tell a story. Yeah. So it's very one important. day I'm gonna tell my story. So maybe you can help me with my book. Oh no problem. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be absolutely fun. Yes, sir. Um, and so you know we we when we planted the church, uh, we became bi- bivocational. So I was still you know, doing uh, education and still doing the church at the same time. Well, five and a half years later, we got burned out. Two more kids later, (laughs) we just got burned out. I have three sons. My oldest boy right now is 24. Actually, no, he's 25. He just turned 25 last week. Yes, sir. Uh, My middle boy is is 15. He'll turn 16 in June, and then my baby boy is 14. And so... um, we were burned out and and decided to let go of church and ministry for a while and okay. decide to be normal. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. um. <laughs> Always based in the Bible and in the mission, but right. just what we call it in the business is just took a, a pivot. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, just yeah. a decision. For you at that time to do that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we stepped away, and um, the determining factor of where we would move um, was based off of, of compromise. She wanted to move to North Carolina. I wanted to go to Phoenix, Arizona, because I love the Southwest. And uh, so the compromise was Texas. Wow. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. 
And uh, Dallas in particular, she's got family here. I've got family here. And so it just kind of worked. And so we were praying through that. Uh, had a friend that worked at the Potter's House of Fort Worth at the time in the marketing department. Uh, they were doing something for their school, uh, having a, a raising money and funds for their school. Uh, I received an email from her, and I just started to talk to her about some of the things that they could do uh, for the school. She asked me to send, me, send in my resume. I sent in my resume, and two weeks later, uh, they asked me if I would be willing to relocate immediately, to which I responded no. Okay. <laughs> it yes, was in sir. October. I was already the assistant principal at my school. I had not found somebody to. So I'm very big on commitment. And I don't care oftentimes where the, where the opportunity is coming from. You just don't leave your commitment. And so, um, you know, they came back the following year, asked if I was still interested in, in the position. I said yes, and here we are. Uh, when I got to Dallas, I was the uh, principal at Clay Academy uh, in Dallas. I was going to ask that. My, um, mm -hmm. my sister, and only sister, baby sister, mm -hmm. she taught um, elementary school in Dallas. Really? So... Uh, my background is um, I graduated from Howard University, and yeah. I'm sure you heard of that. School. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, so sir, I was HBCU. in the School of Business, and um, ended up being president of the student body. Mm -hmm. So when I graduated, I went to work for American Express as a corporate guy, and uh, ended up in Fort Worth 43 years ago. Wow. 43 years ago, wow. March 1st. I always remember that date. Stayed with them. Four more years, and uh, I celebrate today my 39th year in wow. commercial real estate. Wow! You know, uh, known as the Fresh Prince of commercial real estate. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> always looking for a That's deal. Good. You That's know, good. That's good. so you know, at the point because we didn't spend a lot of time on that with that when we met, because mm -hmm. you know we broke bread and we spent about an hour and a half. Wow. You know, you wow. enjoyed that food. Uh, you know, I did. yeah, yeah, I it was did. some good was Mexican food. Delicious, just, just around Authentic, the, the corner, yeah. uh, one block. Matter of fact, we walked up there. That's right. You came over, got a tour of the museum, mm -hmm. and got to the flavor of Jim Austin. Yeah, because yeah. my friends say I'm a character. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but well, you are, and you know everyone. <laughs> I mean, everyone that walked into the restaurant he was speaking to. <laughs> it was it was a, it was quite the experience. Man, before coming over here, I had to go by Home Depot to pay my credit card. Uh -huh, you know, cause uh -huh. don't want to lose my Home That's Depot right. card. <laughs> Not so, now. <laughs> so I ran into Mark Crittenden, mm. who is the owner of Club Ritzy. Mm -hmm. You know, and Mark briefed down me. the street from the church. Yeah, mm -hmm. down the street from the church. Yeah, you know, uh, in the neighborhood. Yeah great businessman mm -hmm. and uh, he has a, a, a one of his express car washes mm -hmm. in in hers okay so i said we're all closed right now so mark <laughs> said man they've been coming through there like crazy so I said, <laughs> still to the club no no the club's closed, uh, Home closed. Depot. yeah no the um car wash car wash yeah Got he it. owns Got one it. of those car wash but the story i wanted to get to was I'm walking out the store. I got my I got my mask on, mm -hmm. and all you could see is my eyes. Mm -hmm. And the woman said, uh, "Good afternoon, Mr. Austin." Mm -hmm. I said, "You recognize me with my mask on?" She <laughs> said, "Everybody knows you, Mr. Austin." <laughs> so I said, "Well, where do we know each other from?" So she gave me her name. So uh, very interesting, you know, that yeah. when you say Mr. Austin knows everyone. Yeah, and uh, he, does. Went, <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if we, you ever move here and you just need that person that knows everybody that can hook you up with the right person, Jim Austin. Man, Jim Austin online fans, <laughs> go up, join my Facebook. Um, I've got a fan page. My LinkedIn's about 14,000 and Twitter and all that other stuff. I have a team that manages that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, if you want to know what's going on in Dallas-Fort Worth, go on my Facebook. Um, that's what this show is all about, is mm-hmm. letting you know what's happening in the Metroplex. Awesome. So, yeah, so, uh, no, it, it was great. Um, and we're going to um, – uh, how many minutes we got? Two? What we're going to do is uh, we're going to – take a break for the cause and then we're going to get back and and talk about the mission of the church and the things that you've been doing because you know i went to church my wife and i went to church over there as his guests Uh and i mean we were right there second (laughs) second row when we pulled into the parking lot they had a parking spot for us and we felt so blessed Uh and uh pastor said to the church he said Y'all wanted to go to the Cowboys of Color Rodeo. That's right. I got Jim and Gloria right here. That's right. Here. And uh, recognized us. And that day, we sold about 300 tickets to the church. Amen. I mean, That's great. Lot. And that was the morning awesome. service. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I, Gloria and I thank you because we're going to be working on some programs and educating our kids about mm-hmm. the history of the West because yes. most people don't realize that 40% of the Cowboys were That's people right. of color. That's right. That's you right. know, so um, mm-hmm. it's very important for our kids. So we're going to take a break for the cause so we can pay the bills. Thank you. This is the Austin File. I'm talking to my friend, Pastor uh, Patrick Winfield. Thank you very much. <laughs>